Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Yeah, they're, uh, they're doing it, folks. They're actually doing it. As predicted, I, 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 I hoped, I prayed, I begged to be wrong, but I am correct. As predicted, the flipperoo begins... It has now started in, uh, it, 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 they have now gone in full, full blame Americans for leaving them behind. They're doing, they're actually doing it. They're actually doing it. It's happening right now. We told you it would happen and it's happening even sooner than I predicted. I thought it would take maybe a few more days. It's happening right now. I've got the uh, video and audio to prove it. And then again, celebrating their evacuation plans, despite the fact that they're causing a crisis. Wait till I lay out the case for you today that Biden did not predict any of this. They're going to try to switch the narrative to Biden knew this was going to happen. Now we engaged in the greatest evacuation in human history to get people out after our predictions. That is garbage. I've got the evidence right here to prove that this guy had no idea what was happening despite the warnings and screwed up. Don't miss a second of today's show, please. You have the right to privacy online. Defend it. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. I've also got some uh, new data about natural immunity from coronavirus, something the media, again, refuses to talk about in their endless push for vaccines, mandates, prison, quarantine camps. Oh, don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh about the court. Right? 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 right. It's, don't, the quarantine camps. No, it's not coming. It's already here. He's like, yeah, it's coming. It's already here. We need new conspiracy theories. All the old ones are coming true. <sighs> Today's show brought to you by Tommy John. Hey, is it hot in here? Or has your sweat-soaked underwear become a furnace? Nasty. This summer, stay cool in every situation and everywhere, I might add. With a, do that anyway. With Apollo. Apollo by Tommy John. They sent me a few of these bad boys. They're terrific. Apollo's men, uh, Apollo men's underwear is proven to keep you drier and up to seven degrees cooler than regular cotton underwear. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics like me. Apollo underwear is soft, supportive. Looks good, by the way, too. Stretches for the perfect fit every day and is available up to size 4XL. With over 15 million pairs sold, men across America, like me, love Tommy John underwear because there's no more flopping, sticking, or chafing. It's gross. I work out in them, hang out in them, go out for date night with Paula with them, <laughs> and everybody loves him. Like, who's everyone? Me and Paula, basically, which is really good. Let's keep it to that. And like all Tommy John underwear, Apollo comes with the best pair you ever wear. It's free guarantee. Tommy John's new Apollo men's underwear is high end for your rear end, and you can't get them anywhere else. Right now, get 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash Dan. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Dan for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Dan. See site for details. Thanks, Tommy John. All right, Joe. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey. Having a moment there? You got there? that. All right. Yeah, you okay. got that. Yeah, yeah. As long as you feel better. <laughs> okay. Sadly, as predicted, the flipperoo begins. Uh, I've been warning you over the last week that the Biden administration in conjunction with a hapless, sycophantic, acolyte media that worshipped their golden calf, Joe Biden, and bow before him that they were going to change two scripts. That's two. Script number one, as it becomes clear that Joe Biden made the awful decision to abandon Afghanistan this specific way without any tactical concerns and caused all this chaos and death and destruction that's going to happen and has happened, that they were going to transfer the blame to the Americans they leave behind because they are going to leave them behind to those Americans themselves. I said it. Play you the video in a second. Even one of my uh, social media guys that helps out with the site texted me this morning. He said, my gosh, man, you're, you're right. They're doing it right now. And second, they were going to celebrate the evacuation an evacuation only necessary because they caused it due to their hasty, uh, hasty withdrawal with no tactical concerns. Here it is. Here's an interview with uh, CBS's Nora O'Donnell. This is a top diplomat in the Biden administration authorized to speak in Afghanistan. Listen to what he does in response to the question by Nora O'Donnell about leaving Americans behind. Watch how all of a sudden the blame starting is starting to happen. It's starting to happen. And he just comes out with it. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we told him to get out. And, and nobody listened. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. Check this out. The question has been raised. Why didn't the U.S. 
get out Americans and our Afghani friends before the Taliban were able to take control of Kabul. You warned about this in a cable. Were you ignored? We put out uh, repeated warnings every three weeks to Americans going back to, I think, March or April. Uh, each one in stronger terms, leave now, leave immediately. Uh, never in my my uh, 40 years of working, uh, uh, since I began working at the State Department, have I seen such strong, uh, such strong language used. Uh, people chose not to leave. That's that's their business. That's their right. Uh, I, I, we regret now that that uh, many may find themselves in a position that they would rather not be in. Uh, and we are determined to try to try to help find themselves in a position they'd rather not be in, like potential beheading. I'm, I'm just asking, like, how did they find themselves in that position? The answer is they didn't find themselves. You caused them to be in that position. Folks, this this is a new you know, there are levels of misfeasance and malfeasance. I've explained the difference on this show many times. No need to relitigate misfeasance and malfeasance here now. But when you're talking about the top levels of malfeasance, right, we're getting close to the top here. The reason Americans are stranded in Afghanistan is precisely because the Biden administration gave them awful information the entire time. They are now stranded under the potential penalty of not only death, but a really horrible death. And then the Biden administration has the cojones to come out and say, you know what? We warned you all to leave. Folks, because you sent a few security warnings, despite Biden saying the exact opposite to people on the ground in Afghanistan, which I'm going to prove to you in a minute, does not absolve you of the blame. These people are totally full of stuff. Here, Daily Mail. Tony Blinken gave a press conference yesterday. Our just disastrous secretary of state. One of the few times I've ever agreed with John McCain, who you go back and watch John McCain just fillet Tony Blinken when uh, he was up there. And I believe the Obama administration, it gosh, I don't agree with John McCain. I didn't agree with him about much, but he nailed it with this loser here. uh, Daily mail, longest headlines ever. Uh, It says in the second part, Blinken blames them, the Americans for not leaving earlier as the CIA starts helicopter rescue missions. Folks, this is all BS. This is all narrative spinning and gaslighting. What's gaslighting? People talk about gaslighting a lot, but they don't explain it. What's gaslighting? Gaslighting is when you lie, like the Biden administration is doing now. They caused this. The reason Americans are in danger is because they lied. Now they're lying about lying. You lie, you lie often and confidently. So tell the lie over and over and over again, but do it confidently. Don't sound like you're equivocating at all. Lie, lie often, and lie confidently. And number three, isolate people from the truth. You have to isolate people from the truth by having a compliant media, which won't tell people the truth. That Biden made the decision to leave like this. He abandoned people there, and it's his fault. The media will start transitioning away from that now, isolating people from the truth who will now believe the lie that Joe Biden is the hero in this story and that the Americans who were left behind were, in fact, the bad guys because they were warned to leave. They were warned to leave. You know what? I don't like to. Can Can you guys bleep this out? What I'm about to say. This is all. Can you guys please bleep that part out? Just leave it. Because I'm sorry. I have to. uh, I need to get that out. I, I can't. Biden and his administration were sending the exact opposite message to Americans in Afghanistan. This nonsense is diplomats talking about on CBS and Tony Blinken that everybody was told immediately evacuate as soon as possible. The situation's going to collapse. That is not what was happening. Here's the evidence right here. Just a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, Biden was out there giving a presser and he was expressing confidence that the Taliban had no chance against the Afghan army. Folks, don't even listen to me. Here's Biden's own words right here. Him not warning of the danger of the country in Kabul falling, saying the opposite. The Afghan National Army, they are prepared. They've got an air force. Does this sound like a dire warning that you're all going to die soon and the country's going to collapse? Here's his own words. Check this out. It is not. Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world. 
and an air force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. It's his own words, man. It's not my words. Again, this is all bull. Want to cause him too many edits. It's all BS. He was just saying this weeks ago. Taliban, they got no chance. They got a 300,000 person Afghan army. They've got an air force. Taliban's only 75,000. Does that sound like a dire warning to you? Or does that sound like a broken, failed commander in chief who could not properly make the decisions given the intelligence and placed misguided faith in the Afghan national army, despite being warned they would collapse and then caused Americans to be left behind and is now looking for an out and is blaming those said Americans. Do you need more proof? Uh, we, we never go anywhere without the receipts to back it up. We don't. I can prove this case to you. Liberals can't prove and the media the opposite case. No, Joe Biden knew this was going to happen. You see their narrative right now. Joe Biden knew this was going to happen. He warned the Americans everything was going to collapse. Get out now. That's not what happened. That's not what happened here. Here's another piece of evidence that Joe Biden was caught completely blindsided despite the warnings that Kabul and Afghanistan would collapse. He failed, not you. Wall Street Journal, look at the date on this article. August 12th, 2021. 12th, not 21st, August 12th. U.S. troops to evacuate personnel from Afghanistan embassy, leaving only core staff. Go down on the piece. I want you to read this uh, this uh, quote from the piece. This is where it gets interesting. So Joe Biden knew Afghanistan was going to collapse and Kabul was going to collapse and warned everyone to get out, despite the fact that he had faith in the Afghan National Army and said the opposite. Then why was he planning just a few weeks ago to keep the embassy open with over 600 staff here from the piece? Again, this is from August 12th. The decision to reduce the size of the embassy to an essential core and send U.S. troops to the region to do it amounts to a remarkable turnaround for the Biden administration, which has publicly expressed confidence in Afghan security forces, even as those forces melted away and the Taliban took over districts and provincial capitals. Bingo! Uh, it gets worse. Does this sound like a dire warning to get out of Kabul? Only a week ago, the Biden administration anticipated that it would maintain an enduring diplomatic presence to assist the Afghan government to counter the Taliban. Listen, to our liberal friends, of which I mean none, because I have no liberal friends at all anymore. And I, I, I actually knew a few people back in the day, and we kept politics out of our friendship. No more. They're all gone now. I've, we've expunged each other from our lives. They don't want to talk to me, and I candidly, I don't want to talk to them anymore either. But just for a moment, open your ears and your eyes. This guy is lying, and Americans left behind in Afghanistan are about to die if you don't wake up to this fact right away and call your guy out here. We can't have half of the country recognizing the truth. Joe Biden was warned Afghanistan would fall and Kabul. He ignored it. The evidence is right here. It's on tape. It's in the journal article. He was going to keep the embassy open. He thought the Afghan government was going to counter the Taliban. It's right there in the piece. He was the only one who thought this. Nobody else thought this. No one on the ground, no one in the intelligence community. I shouldn't say no one. The overwhelming majority of professionals warned this guy over and over, and he ignored it. It was his call. Joe Biden, as I said, I'll say on my weekend show on Fox, and I said last night on with Jesse Waters at the 7P show, Joe Biden has a 100% success rate of failure when it comes to foreign policy, and he failed again. It is Joe Biden who blew it, and now they're going to try to blame Americans, and they're going to demand that the media celebrate the evacuation emergency that they caused. He is lying. He's lying. Everybody was warned. Not by you. Here, the flipperoo on point two. Again, first, they're going to blame Americans now. It's happening right now. You just heard it. Tony Blinken, this diplomat with Nora O'Donnell. But second, they're going to celebrate this emergency evacuation. Here, from this Fox News piece. Fox News, Joseph Wolfson. A New York mag piece complains that the media manufactured Biden's Afghanistan crisis. Holy Moses. Eric Levitz 
This is the author of, the, of this piece, this New York Mag piece. Well, you know, I explained to you yesterday that the way to shift the narrative between Biden's withdrawal failure to switch the narrative to it's a successful evacuation from a failed withdrawal is first you have to get a useful idiot. I mean a genuinely useful idiot, um, 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 an imbecile of the highest order, a guy dumb enough to ruin his own career and reputation. Typically, you can find those people at places like New York Mag, right? That's where you can find them. So this guy Levitt steps up and he says, I'll write the piece that we should celebrate Joe Biden. Um, yeah, give me a useful idiot deli counter calling number 26. Eric Levitt's like, that's me. And he takes the number, goes right to the counter. I'm your useful idiot of the day. So in the Fox News piece, they cover this dunce, Eric Levitt, who he acknowledged that the Biden administration made some genuine errors, some genuine errors. You are getting people killed. People are going to die. And you have Americans caught behind enemy lines, made some genuine errors. Sky Levitz, this dunce, acknowledges they made some genuine errors regarding contingency plans and the resettlement of Afghan refugees. But as far as conclusions to multi-decade wars go, America's withdrawal from Afghanistan is thus far proceeding. This is a real line with relatively little chaos and tragedy. And it's far from clear that the withdrawal could have been much more orderly had the White House only executed it in a better way, Levitz added. Listen, Levitz, I don't know you. Please resign immediately. Please stop. Change your name going forward so your kids don't have to suffer the embarrassment of you having written these words. Change your name going forward. Move forward under a different name. John Smith, Joe Brown. I don't know what it is. But really, please stop. Please, this is not for you. You know I can't stand these people. But the gaslighting here has been taken to a level I haven't, I haven't seen in a very long time, Joe Biden is, has caused, through his fecklessness and his stupidity, this is a very, very stupid person, Joe Biden. The other people around him aren't stupid. They're manipulative. Joe Biden is a very stupid man. I've heard from people, and let me just tell you something in my prior line of work. He, it's a fact. This guy's a moron. He is getting people killed and causing the biggest hostage situation we've seen in modern American history. As Michael Waltz said, the congressman, he's right. It's going to make the Iran hostage crisis look like a sleepover. And these media people like this imbecile Levitz are already starting to get the American people away from fact-finding into propaganda. Here's the New York Times. David Sanger, Michael Shear. All taking their instructions from Biden. Gaslighting. Lie, lie often, lie confidently, isolate people from the truth. Eager to shift the narrative, Biden team puts airlift in historical context. Told you. Failed withdrawal by Joe Biden, who could not properly assess the threat because he's not, he's a stupid person. I'm sorry to tell you this. I don't like saying this kind of stuff. But we're in a situation now where it's grave. I know things about this guy. The guy is a genuinely stupid person because he could not assess the threat. He's getting people killed. And now he wants accolades because of the emergency evacuation he caused. They, New York Times, instructions are out there. Eager to switch the narrative. By the way, Donald Trump was right again. Right again. I've got video coming up on that in a second. Right again. Nailed it again. Sorry, I don't mean to yell and holler too much. Sometimes the point gets lost. I'm just, uh, I just, I, I'm going to focus on this on my Fox show this weekend too in the monologue. You know, people talk all the time about, you know, you hear Joe Biden and Democrats. It's not who we are, America. That's not who we are. These people are full of, they are full of it. Leaving people behind, that's not who we are. That's never been who we are. Ever. We don't leave our people behind. I remember doing these advances in these hot zones. If you were the lead advance, you were the last guy out, not the first guy out. All right. My buddy's here. Let's have some 
Patricia. Now, you hear a lot of talk about variants, masks, and vaccines, but nothing about changing your lifestyle, eating habits, or what makes you a prime candidate for being sick. It's true. No one focuses on the kind of prophylactic mechanisms like good nutrition and exercise. You got to focus on that too. The fact checkers go crazy when you suggest there's more to being healthy than wrapping a mask around your head and getting the jab. Hey, common sense matters. Got to eat healthy. Take care of your body. It's your machine. It's yours. Take care of it. Field of Greens is unlike other superfoods. Here it is right here. There's a container right here. Field of Greens. Let me just tell you, get off the script here for a second because it's true. I love this stuff. Um, I've known the owner of this company for a long time. I asked him to make this product about five years ago. He did. It's fantastic. I take it twice a day. It's packed with antioxidants. It has real USDA fresh organic fruits and vegetables ground up into a powder. You want to see it? There it is right there. It smells awesome too. It's got a nice kind of berry. Uh, this is wild berry. They have lemon lime. That's Guy's favorite. It's great for everyone in your family. And unlike a lot of these other nutritional drinks that one use extract, this is real ground up fruits and vegetables. Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables. Taken, it's super easy. Just put a scoop of Field of Greens in water, protein shake, green tea, orange juice, whatever. Stir it and you're done. And it tastes great. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan and get Field of Greens today. You also get 15% off your first order with the promo code Dan at checkout. Give it a try. It's delicious and your body will thank you. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan today. Thanks, uh, BrickHouse. Always appreciate having you on board. Here it is, folks. Donald Trump was right again. It's, it's really astonishing how we're told often how these Democrats and these liberals and these elitist academics and Hollywood types that are so much smarter and refined and better than us, the smelly Walmart deplorables, the Donald Trump crowd, the MAGA fans, the MAGA supporters out there. They're so much smarter than us. And yet every single time we win. Here, Donald Trump was right again. Listen to this. The consequences of a rapid exit are both predictable and unacceptable. 9-11, the worst terrorist attack in our history, was planned and directed from Afghanistan because that country was ruled by a government that gave comfort and shelter to terrorists. A hasty withdrawal would create a vacuum that terrorists, including ISIS and Al-Qaeda, would instantly fill, just as happened before September 11th. And while that video was playing, uh, Guy informed me, and it's on Fox uh, right now, a large explosion outside Kabul airport. This is just hard to believe. It really is that the, the, the greatest country in the history of humankind, that its leadership, not us, its leadership has descended into total madness. We're being led by infantile children with no self-control, no morals, no dignity, no ethics, nothing. Large explosion outside Kabul airport. See some of the pictures coming out now. He didn't like Donald Trump's mean tweets, so this is what we're left with. You know, what's really odd, because many of you listen to this, obviously, on delay. It's live to tape, but... I was just going to go into this story right here about the U.S. Embassy warning, security alert, Embassy Kabul in Afghanistan. You can see it right here. It's an official alert that U.S. citizens who are outside the Abbey Gate, East Gate, or North Gate of uh, Hamid Karzai Airport in Kabul should leave immediately due to a security threat. And now I'm reporting to you about a large explosion outside Kabul Airport. Folks, none of this had to happen this way. It just didn't. We have an incompetent, incompetent, cognitively declining, weak, corrupt. I, I, I mean, I, I got to move on in a second here, but we have 333 million Americans. I'm not kidding when I say to you that if you had to rank them in order of morals, dignity, ethics, aptitude, achievement, intellect, social IQ. I'm not kidding when I tell you that I rate Joe Biden in the bottom one or 2%. The man does not have a single redeeming characteristic. He is a liar. He is corrupt. 
He is greedy. He is gluttonous. The man has, you name any of the seven deadly sins, Joe Biden has all of them. He is dumb. He is weak. He is indecisive. He's a plagiarist. He's a liar. The man doesn't have a redeeming characteristic. Not one. I'll keep you updated as I get more information. Gee, if you get anything, please let me know. But this explosion, I, I, I got to imagine it was a terror attack because obviously the Taliban and ISIS, although frequently and uh, Al-Qaeda, they're not always friends. They're at odds with one another often. But obviously the Taliban could use this incident right now. They want Afghans away from the airport. They don't like the scene of Afghan citizens. You understand what's going on right now? Afghan citizens trying to flee the Taliban with cameras there all day with these pictures, tunnels, these, these uh, not underground, but open air kind of tunnels and, and channels, channeling people in. It doesn't look good. The Taliban's trying to get IMF money. They want people to believe there's some credible governing body. They don't like the images of Afghan citizens trying to escape them. They were trying to get Afghan citizens away from the airport. They were trying everything. It wasn't working. But it works to their benefit because no terror group's going to operate in Kabul right now without the imprimatur, right, of the Taliban. They're not. The Taliban are in control. It works to their benefit for an explosion to happen from a terror group and the Taliban to say, ah, you know, we didn't know anything. You get what's going on? They got to get the Afghans away from the airport. It looks terrible for them. And if a few Americans get killed in the process, ah, screw it. That's exactly what's happening right now. That's why they've been throwing tear gas and stuff at the airport, the Taliban. They want every, all these Af Afghan citizens away from the airport because it looks terrible for them. All right. You know, I was thinking last night that maybe this was time for some Thomas Sowell motivation. Because whenever you think of policies like Joe Biden, even though Thomas Sowell is a, more of an economist and a philosopher than anything, uh, and not, you're not much, you know, he, he didn't cover foreign policy much. He was more of a domestic policy analyst. The great Thomas Sowell always had a way of looking at things. And usually when it comes to, it comes to Medicare, Social Security, other stuff, he would have this, he had this thing where he'd say, listen, you know, whenever you're analyzing a leftist policy, say compared to what, at what cost, and what's the hard evidence? Matter of fact, here's him saying it here, and I want you to listen to this and think of Afghanistan the whole time. Biden's choice to evacuate, dump Bagram Air Base in the mountains and try to secure an airport in the middle of the city with a mass evacuation while giving up all your weapons to the Taliban. Evaluate that in the context of the three questions here Thomas Sowell asked. Check this out. Uh, I've often said uh, there, there are three questions that I think would destroy most of the arguments on the left. And the first is... Uh, compared to what? The second is, at what cost? And the third is, what hard evidence do you have? Now, there are very few ideas on the left that can pass all three of those kinds of things. There's almost, I'd make the case to you strongly, there's almost no idea on the left that can pass all three of those test questions, none. But although, he, again, he wasn't, you know, he was very smart. He knew a lot about foreign policy, a lot. Matter of fact, he wrote about foreign countries a lot in his books on economics. But I want you to evaluate for a second Biden's decision-making chain on Afghanistan in light of Thomas Sowell's three questions. So evacuate Bagram Air Base first, giving you no effective vehicle for air transporting people out of Afghanistan, right? You have to air transport. Afghanistan is landlocked. There's no ocean front. There was no port to get people out. There were liberals listening, so they don't get that. You understand that, right? The only way out was in the air. That was it. You can't walk out, for at least for the overwhelming majority of people, and you can't swim out. You had to fly out, meaning you needed a runway. We had two runways in Bagram Air Base, a 20-minute helo ride, helicopter ride, out of Kabul. Joe Biden abandoned that first. I have not had one serious military professional tell me that was a sound decision, including General Jerry Boykin, a real American hero, I'm hoping to get him on my Fox show this weekend. Yesterday, I asked him this question. Can you tell me one reason we would abandon a fortified military facility with two air runways, with two of them, why we would abandon that first? 
trying to defend a runway in the middle of a city of 4 million people where we don't know who's friend or foe. No one has given me a satisfactory answer. So ask that question on, in light of Thomas Sowell's question number one. Compared to what? Well, Joe Biden said, abandon Bagram first. Compared to what? Well, compared to, don't abandon Bagram first. Fortify Bagram. Get everyone out of Kabul. Fly them to Bagram, where it's a fortified military facility in the mountains with almost no one around, and fight there rather than fighting in a city surrounded by 4 million people. So when you say, oh, the decision to abandon Bagram was necessary, compared to what? Compared to the decision to fortify it and use it as a base that was reinforced? So fails question number one, Biden's decision-making chain. Question number two. Hastily withdraw from Afghanistan and abandon Bagram. Ask Thomas Sowell's question number two. At what cost? Well, we're seeing the cost now. Explosion outside Kabul airport. Tens of thousands of American citizens, SIVs and green card holders left behind. A human crisis, uh, a, a hostage crisis like we haven't seen in years. The weapons, good point, 75,000 vehicles, 600,000 uh, small arms left behind, a fleet of Black Hawk helicopters. At what cost? At a significant cost. We now have one of the most well-armed armies in the world, the Taliban, because of your tax dollars. So abandon Bagram at what cost? At significant cost. Fails question number two. Third question from Thomas Sowell. What hard evidence do you have that abandoning this way is going to work? The answer is none. What example do you have? Saigon? That's your example? What hard evidence do you have the Taliban, a terrorist group of medieval animal savages, and that's an insult to animals. What evidence do you have the Taliban was going to be some kind of efficient, effective governing body? The answer is you have no evidence, zero, none. You just made that up. All three questions failed. Compared to what, at what cost, and what hard evidence do you have? But folks, you can't negotiate with these people. I'm talking about the Biden administration. Can't negotiate with the Taliban either. Well, the Biden administration seemed to think that. You can't negotiate with leftists because they are lost. They are the program. You know what? Hey, Jim, for the radio show, we need that Yuri Bezmenov clip again about the one we used last week. Yuri Bezmenov, KGB defector, saying how the effective way to dismantle a country from within is to program idiots. Program idiots with propaganda. Once they're programmed, you cannot break them. There is no amount of evidence you can show them. You can show them the concentration camps in front of their eyes, and they will not believe it. That's a quote from Bezmanov. Because leftists have been gaslighted to death. You doubt me? Listen to this. This is the Canadian Minister for Women and Gender Equality. Keep in mind, she's talking about the Taliban that rape children, subjugate women, torture and kill their political opponents, and impose Sharia law. This is Maryam Monsef. This is real. Talking about the Taliban, I want you to pay very specific attention how this Canadian minister refers to the Taliban in this clip and why you can never negotiate with the left. They need to be fully defeated. Check this out. I want to take this opportunity to speak to our brothers, the Taliban. We call on you to ensure the safe and secure passage of any individual in Afghanistan out of the country. He said it right. He's like, this show is just depressing today, but it's real. And unlike the leftists, we're not going to run away and we're not going to program ourselves. Gaslighting. Gaslighting involves lies, lying often, lying confidently, and isolating people from the truth. I refuse to isolate you from the truth, however hard it is to hear. These are the kind of leftists you're dealing with who are dealing with the Taliban, our brothers, our brothers in the Taliban. You mean the child rapists, murdering terrorist thugs, those people? They're your brothers? They're not my brothers. They may be your brothers, but they certainly ain't mine. All right. Take a quick break here. I'm coming back on the other side of this. I have... Some good news, so don't worry. There's some good news, uh, actually quite a bit of some stuff going on domestically here that may put a bit of a smile on your face. Hey, uh, today's show brought to you by friends also at Omax. Listen, I live with chronic pain. It stinks. It prevents you from working out, sleeping good, a lot of things. You're sore forever. It perhaps it's been ongoing, this pain, for a few weeks. Hasn't improved with any treatments you've tried. 
If you're looking to get rid of nagging muscle and joint pain immediately while providing long-lasting recovery, try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution, CryoFree CBD Roll-On. It really is a roll-on. It's right there. You see the rollerball right there. It works incredibly well. It works fast. And for me, it's uh, long-lasting, which I need. It was developed by Omax Health. It's a non-prescription, triple-action pain relief roll-on. It's specifically formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. Here's the best part. It's 100% natural, CBD-powered. The remedy works its magic within 10 minutes of application. For me, it's less, and relief lasts up to eight hours, much longer than over-the-counter products. This stuff works. Paula uses it on her neck. He uses it after CrossFit when he beats himself up on a deadlift day. True. Omax Health is offering my listeners 20% off a full bottle of cryo-free CBD pain relief roll-on. The discount also applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's Omax, O-M-A-X, health.com and enter code Bongino and get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. It works. Pro golfer Kyle Stanley uses cryo-free CBD to recover both on and off the course. Other pro athletes too. No messy creams or horrible fragrances. Just go to omaxhealth.com Enter code Bongino to get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. This product is the real deal. I use it. So does Paula. So does Giddy. The whole crew here uses it. Let's go to omaxhealth.com and enter code Bongino to get 20% off and site-wide. Thanks, Omax. We appreciate it. Here's a little bit of good news. Kind of warm up your day a tad bit here. Ian Pryor, who is a, a good man. You may have seen him on Fox News. He has been fighting this critical race theory garbage, critical racism theory, because that's what it is, in Loudoun County, Virginia, and it's turned into a national movement. It's got the leftists on the run here. Believe me, folks, I keep a good uh, eye and ear open towards leftist back channels to see what they're talking about and what they're doing. They are panicked at the fact that they will no longer be able to program our kids. Yuri Bezmanov was right. When you hijack the education system and you program our kids, there is no chance of saving this country. Well, that works both ways. They can hijack it, and we can take the plane back. And we are. Ian Pryor uh, started a petition drive to get rid of these Loudoun County school board members, and they got, what is it, 158% of the petitions necessary. I want you to listen to this presser yesterday. The audio is a little rough only because it was taken. It's not Joe's problem. Joe, it's not Joe. It's, it was taken from his cell phone, but it's worth your time. Check this out. Some good news coming. People are waking up. They have awakened the sleeping giant. Check this out. For the past three months, Fight for Schools has fielded a volunteer army to collect signatures to remove six school board members, an event that was triggered by their participation in a private Facebook group that plotted against over 60 Loudoun County parents. But also during that time, we have diligently investigated the activities of one of those school board members whose behavior has gone so far beyond the pale of what is accepted of an elected official in this country. So today, we have filed our petition to remove Leesburg Representative Beth Bartz from office as a Loudoun County School Board member. We have collected 1,860 signatures, well above the required amount of 1,176. Nice work. Warms my heart. Folks, it's happening around the country. I know in light of everything going on in Afghanistan, these stories right now seem secondary, but they're not. Believe me, the left knows how to walk and chew gum at the same time. They will, the left will abandon Afghanistan, get our people killed in Afghanistan, leave them behind and change the narrative at the same time they push CRT and a $3.5 trillion bankruptcy bill here in the United States. They have no problem doing that at all. It's up to us to fight that 30-front war, too. I'm sorry, I know multitasking isn't efficient, but it is necessary. And good for Ian and those groups. Don't lose sight of what's going on here, either. Very important stuff happening here. Second, we're starting to develop a new generation. I, I, and I'm, I'm listen, I, I don't mean to... I promise you, I don't mean this in any kind of like a butt-kissing, sycophantic way. I, I just think Donald Trump changed the game. Donald Trump showed Republicans a new path. And the path is this. Give the media and the left the double-barreled middle finger and stop apologizing. We did that for a long time. Just look at the Bush era, how we, I mean, the Mitt Romney era, how we handled the Democrats and the media. It was always an apology effort. No more. You're seeing a new generation of leaders, I think, inspired by this whole Trump ethos that the way to fight the left is to fight the left and not um, acquiesce and apologize and, and be, you know, uh, obsequious about everything. It's, 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 it's not the way to do it. 
Here's Ron DeSantis, I think the leader of this new generation of, of fighters out there. Here's him yesterday at a presser, taking it right to the press again. The way in the what was the what was the old adage in the past about the press? What was it? You remember? Don't fight people who buy ink by the barrel. That was the Republican ethos. Don't fight against the press. Just ignore it. Let it go away. It'll disappear. No more. Here's DeSantis taking it to the press. Notice what he says here. He does it in kind of a soft way here, but it's really important he did this. He's like, listen, I know you guys are not serious news people. You're editorialists, all of you, and you've taken a position on masks. This was important that he said this. Check this out. I understand uh, respectfully people in your profession love having kids in masks. I get it. You guys have taken an editorial position on that. Very clear. The data doesn't support it. Um, there's a great arg article actually in New York Magazine, of all places, that went through this 3,000 words, very thorough uh, view of all the evidence. We need more warriors like that. Trump showed the way. Now we got to take the baton and run with it. They're monitoring this explosion outside the airport. This looks, uh, the visuals coming out of there in the smoke clouds. This doesn't look like it was a small explosion, folks. I mean, uh, having done some work in the past with this type of, type of thing, it looks like it was a pretty heavy explosion out there. So when we get word on casualties, I will, I will absolutely let you know. Folks, here's another tweet with some semi-decent news about coronavirus. I mean, switch gears and jump around, but again, I don't want to leave you in a, in a bad mood today. I want to make sure you get the good news too. Natural immunity, the kind of immunity your body develops after an infection by coronavirus, in contrast to vaccine-generated immunity, that natural immunity appears to be, appears based on a study. Out of, and again, I know Facebook and YouTube will ban this because they hate science. But again, I'm not here to play into the gaslighting. I'm going to give you the truth. Alex Berenson tweet. If you want to go to his Twitter account, you can see the study right there. Link to it. It says, wow, new Israeli preprint study shows natural immunity to SARS, COVID-2, is far superior to the artificial kind. Vaccinated people were 13 times as likely to be infected and 27 times as likely to have symptomatic infections as a matched cohort that was previously infected naturally. And this is with the Delta dominant strain. Folks, how again, we do, we do science facts and data here. I am not here to spin your wheels either way. I have no skin in this game in a narrative. I'm the only skin in the game I have is with the truth. Is that natural immunity going to last? We don't know. We've only lived with coronavirus for two years. Based on other coronaviruses, COVID-19 is not the only one. There are some, some indications that it could last longer than that. We don't know that. But again, pushing people to get a vaccine right now by mandate, rather than giving them the choice, some of whom may have been infected previously with the coronavirus, is a strongly misguided policy right here. You want the data, by the way, to back this up? You want more of it? I never leave you hanging. Article in my newsletter today. Please read it. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Go to that website. Click sign up here. It's free. There's no money involved. You'll see this article right there today. Dan Horowitz, The Blaze. 15 studies that indicate natural immunity from prior COVID infection is more robust than the COVID vaccine. The data is right there, folks. The data is right there. I, I know screw tube communists will ban this. I understand that. I understand fake book fact checkers will jump in because they're propaganda losers. I get that. I For those of you who heard this before we're banned, good. Share it with, on Rumble. We don't ban. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Subscribe to my Rumble account. We don't, we don't ban uh, free speech there. So you can go to Rumble and check it out. Spread the word. Here's some more good news, but it's written in a bad way by Yahoo News, which is a joke site. I'll get to that in a minute, too. It's a complete scam. This is like Yahoo News is for clowns. But they're paranoid because Gavin Newsom could lose the California recall to Larry Elder or other Republicans with half as many votes. This is by Andrew Romano on Yahoo News. This is in my newsletter today, too. Folks, this is an important story. It's an important story because people don't realize how easily Larry Elder could pull this thing off, and he could. He doesn't need to beat Gavin Newsom in the number of votes. There's two questions. Question one, do you want to recall Gavin Newsom? If 51% of people say yes, Newsom's out. On the second question, who do you want to replace? He's, if, let me explain. If I don't explain this, I'd be doing you a disservice. If on question one on the recall vote, 
Again, 51% of people say we want Gavin Newsom gone. He is out. He doesn't appear on question two. He doesn't appear on question two. It's not like, do you want Gavin Newsom out? And then question two, but who do you vote for? Gavin Newsom. Once he's out, he's out. The question two replacement question is there's only one Democrat and he's not, a, this isn't some serious guy. It's some like YouTube guy. So Larry Elder, and that's a plurality on question two, meaning if the top guy gets 26% of the vote and the second guy gets 25% of the vote, the top guy wins with 26% of the vote, meaning Larry Elder or Kevin Kiley or Falcon or others, and I don't mean to exclude all them, could win this election with half the votes Newsom had. Meaning it's really important you get out and vote today. 10, 10, and 10. Send 10 emails, email 10, uh, excuse me, call 10 friends, make 10 Facebook posts before the election. Don't forget, September 14th. Get your ballots now. I'll get to why Yahoo News is a scam site in a minute, too. Doubled uh, two pager today. Look at this. Here we go. Listen, this is, for a lot of reasons, this is tough on a lot of people on this show, and I'm not at liberty to say much more, but three U.S. troops wounded in Kabul airport attack. This is just disgusting. This is just absolutely disgusting. Maybe we'll be able to explain more another time. Un-freaking believable. Really? I I, I mean... All right. As I said to you before, I'm going to need new conspiracy theories because all the old conspiracy theories are coming true. I'll get to that in a second, too, with a tweet that's hard to believe. But sadly, um, sadly, it's real. All right. Today's show brought to you by Helix. Uh, I've had my Helix for years. It's a mattress, of course. I love it. It's the best mattress I've ever slept on. And that's important. You spend eight hours a night, folks. If you're going to spend, really, you're, more, you're better off spending the money on a mattress and a car. You probably spend less time in your car. Helix has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete. It matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. With Helix, you're getting a mattress you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Everyone's unique. Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is good for cooling you down. If you're a hot sleeper like I am, mattress is great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains. And even a Helix plus-size mattress for plus-size sleepers. I took the Helix two-minute quiz. I was matched with the Midnight Lux mattress. I love it. I needed something that was a little firm. It works great for me. It's a fantastic mattress. Can't say enough about it. But you have to pick one for you. You don't have to go to a mattress store again. The mattress comes to your doorship for free. It's awesome. You don't need to take my word for it. They've been recommended by multiple leading doctors at chiropractors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for Helix uh, for improving sleep. Helix, it has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix even has a special financing deal where you can get your own Helix, the number one rated mattress in America, for less than a dollar a day. So if you buy a queen standard mattress or even treat yourself and get the Lux model, you can qualify to pay less than $28 a month over 36 months. This is a limited time offer and ends on September 19, 2021. Now is a great time to upgrade your sleep. Helix has a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. You will. How do you get it? Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. That's H-E-L-I-X. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. Take their two-minute sleep quiz today. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners today at helixsleep.com slash Dan. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. This tweet I'm about to put up is not a joke. This is a blue checkmark verified account. This is from uh, Australia. This is real. This is from Anastasia Palaszczuk. She says, breaking. She's an MP. A dedicated regional quarantine facility will be built at Wellcamp Airport near Toowoomba. As we contend with the dangerous Delta variant, we need fit-for-purpose quarantine facilities. And they actually have a little, like, picture there. New regional quarantine. This is not a joke. New regional quarantine facility to proceed at Wellcamp Airport in Toowoomba. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Yeah, he's right. It looks like a postcard. Hey, welcome to the quarantine facility. You know, you probably years ago were like, you saw some of these these things online about camps being built. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. 
Uh. I'm hearing the truck drivers in Australia have had enough of their country being turned into a prison colony again, though, and are talking about clogging up the highways and the exits. Good for you. It's time for civil disobedience, folks, on a mass scale. You know what it's also time for? It's time to move. Western Journal article, Americans want to live in GOP districts. Here's the census data to prove it. Folks, the 10 congressional districts that are expanding most rapidly around the country, yeah, all in Republican states. Matter of fact, the eight that grew the most were all in Texas or Florida, centered around growing cities. Districts in Utah and South Carolina rounded out the top 10. Western Journal piece. It's not necessarily civil disobedience, people leaving. But it is doing something and not just talking about it. Here's my last story today. Um, it's an important one, but given what everything going on here, second explosion now reported at Kabul airport. Oh my gosh. This works perfectly for the Taliban. Really, just get a terror group in there. Say, hey, we're the responsible actors. We can't control what they're doing. That's nonsense. They control the whole city. Get a bunch of people killed. Get the Afghans away from the airport. Have a whole bunch of American casualties. Take a couple troops as, as sick terror trophies. This is just disgusting. Watching this thing fall apart. And Joe Biden needs to resign, folks, immediately. Immediately. Um, in my last, I said I would get to it, even though it's kind of a bizarre way to segue and jump back and forth. But we, you know, it's a podcast and there's breaking news. We got to give it to you. Cover it more on my radio show today. Is that tweet by Yahoo showing you again how the gaslighting works and how you can't count on the media for anything? This is a real tweet. Yahoo News. Unlike Lollapalooza in Chicago, the Sturgis motorcycle rally, which by the way is in a Republican state in South Dakota, was was the perfect storm for vaccine-era super-spreader event. So just to be clear, folks, you can understand here, the media has put down, they've laid down the mark right now. Rallies in red states, definitely super-spreader events, like Sturgis in South Dakota. Rallies, events, crowds, concerts, whatever, in blue states like Illinois, not super-spreader events at all, because you know what? The virus definitely cares about your politics. This is where we are right now as a country. Listen, uh, because of the breaking news today, we're going to get out of here a bit. Um, just a tad bit early. I'm, my apologies for that. But uh, I will be covering more live on the radio. And uh, we'll have to update the uh, Fox show as well. It's just troubling stuff. Folks, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I will uh, see you on the radio a little later. You just heard Dan Bongino.